I'm going to go with the best. Can it be both? Phantoms are powerful. I'd love well, to harness their energy to boost my microphones with all the Like in some howling. sort of weird Ghostbusters scheme? Yeah. Did, Ghosts did spend you a lot of time shrieking. Lots of power from their ghostly diaphragm. Did you see uh, the thing about how the Ghostbusters game won't have Rick Moranis in it? Are you serious? And the reason was he made so much money off uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids that he just he retired. He doesn't want to work anymore. Well, way to go, Rick Moranis. I mean, I'd, I'd, I would be more pissed off if he just like refused to allow them to use his image, but it's because they, he doesn't want to work anymore. That's fine by me. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it doesn't bother me. I don't feel I, like the inclusion of Rick Moranis' voice talent is necessarily crucial to your game's success. I dream of being oddly rich. I can't hold that against somebody else. Yeah, I know. It, I mean, it's not the douchey, like, Matt Damon thing where he's like, I don't really want to be part of the Born Identity game because it's too violent. More you violent were part of the movies. <laughs> Yo, I'm speaking right. of which, on the way home from work, there's this building that is, like, billboarded with the Bourne conspiracy. Like, they've put up really? vinyl advertisements that cover the entire front of the building. That's the kind of stuff that only happens in New York. They're, yeah, they're like 12 feet tall. Like, they cover the windows. They cover everything. That's the only place in the world where someone would think that there's a media market large enough to make it worthwhile to advertise, advertise your mediocre game <laughs> uh, in such a grand fashion. Maybe they should have spent that money on making the game good. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, well, we could have uh, spent more time, you know, developing the combat engine, but uh, vinyl posters, man, cost more than you would think. <laughs> they were the, it's like some union building, too. It's like, I don't know, I don't remember what it was. It's like the Associated Lithographers or something. I'm willing to believe why. that they're short for money. Maybe they did the work. They're like, I we'll make know. you posters. And they were like, we don't want the posters. Well, now we got to do something with these posters. Yeah. Put them up so in our own just, building. They just put it up. It's like, yeah, now the sun doesn't get in, saves money on air conditioning. We're willing Brilliant. to call it a, a poll. So, being uh, late, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> allow me to detail the trials of today. First off, um, Graziella's landlord is in town, which is great. Uh, for those that don't know, which should be most of you, I hope, unless you're spying on me, which would be weird. Um, he <laughs> lives... She rents a house from him, and a couple months out of the year, he comes back from Mexico and lives on the third floor. Um, and I live here too, but not technically legally. So basically, um, I have to sneak around, and like she has to let me in at the end of the day, and we have to act like I don't actually live here. Um, nice. Which is ordinarily okay ish i mean it still sucks but it can be dealt with but today um it's her friend's birthday and she was going to go to this dinner so i was like i can't go podcasting with joel like we decided to do it earlier in the night because um so he won't get bothered or hopefully won't notice as much that i'm being loud and i have to try my best not to yell too much so he doesn't hear um but anyway so she I was going to rush home. She was going to let me in. And then she was going to go up to wherever, like Harlem, and go to this dinner party. Um, and then some stupid-ass switch goes down at, like, 545. And I was like, great. Well, this is just fucking fantastic. And then, <laughs> and then they just kept piling shit on me to do until I was just like, I'm leaving now. 
this is ridiculous. It's already been like over an hour since I was supposed to leave and like you've been wasting my time with bullshit. It's like, yeah, let's see how many Gbix we can stick into the switch to see if may- maybe the fourth one isn't... <laughs> like if you try two and the second one isn't good, then that one is not the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got... Uh, that, that sounds like it's uh, the receptor, not the... the sw- so we ended up having to like replace the whole switch. It was just idiotic. Was and, it all like, fiber? Uh, well, you know, it's uh, like the whatever. It's not the aggregation switch. It's the switch that goes to the end user. So oh, it's okay. just like the one fiber link to all the Cat Six. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it was just, and it wouldn't have been a problem if like Graziella didn't need to wait here to let me in. Otherwise, it would have been fine. But it's just so stupid. And the expected overtime is just not something I've come to grips with. Like, I think my generosity ends at no consecutive days off and working both weekend days. Yeah. Well, it's also like, uh, if you need to replace the switch, that's one thing. But just replace the switch. Don't, don't spend forever troubleshooting it. Well, yeah. yeah you know, uh, the, the switch remains in your possession. You don't have to just throw it in the trash. You could, like, test it and maybe reuse it. Yeah, which is, like, all these people are probably waiting on their internet. You do the fastest solution and then figure it out from there. But, yeah, if but you I'm, have a switch laying around and you have one that's broken, you immediately switch it to the one you know is working, and then you Figure out the, the rest make, later? Yeah, like, who cares? You yeah. already own them both. There's no more overhead for using the new switch, other uh. than the fact that you don't have to worry about replacing it. Uh, because now you've effectively done your hardware replacement. If you're on yeah, the you've already for that. you've upgraded it, so that's one less switch to upgrade. But whatever. I mean, these things happen. I don't know. God, I got pretty pissed off. I guess it was yesterday, where they were having me like pull out some old circuits, like get rid of the old fiber, and like my super supervisor. You know, with these things, you never know who your actual boss is. But like the guy who hired me, I guess the Shogun of the Dark. Yeah, <laughs> he gives me, like, this five-minute lecture about, like, pulling fiber and how, like, blah, 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 like, make sure nothing goes down. And I was just like, I understand the purpose behind saying this, but I've, it's been, I've been working with fiber for, like, almost four years. I know how to pull a jumper out. Like, a monkey knows how to pull a jumper out. <laughs> you look at the light. Oh, the light's orange. That means there's nothing connected to it. Oh, then it's good to pull it out. Like, I don't need a, a lecture on how to do it. This was my job. Yeah. It's nothing worse than having your job or your boss try to tell you something that's totally pedantic and obvious. Yeah, it's like, this is, you hired me because I knew these things. <laughs> Ah, uh, good times. Like, it even matters if it does go down. Like, you it's going to be seconds before plug you back plug in. in those other jumpers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Okay. Now it's back. My bad. <sighs> Continue your Facebooking. Yeah. Well, that was the, the joke I always say. The one really big mistake I ever made in my old job, and I think I've told you this, is where I knocked out, yeah, like, three knee. quarters of the campus yes. by accidentally shutting off a UPS when I was, like, standing up out of a chair. My knee hit the the like interrupt button which great thanks for not putting a faceplate on that or anything but you know it was my mistake but it's like it went down and then we put it right back up 
and the frat boys had to deal without instant messenger and online pornography for like 10 minutes. <laughs> no, it felt like an eternity. Yeah, for the, uh, what, you know, whatever. Damn, I mean, I've been on such like a good jag too. It's been like such an awesome couple of days. The Pixies album came out on Rock Band. That's friggin' awesome. Uh, my like Netflix box came in the mail this morning. Oh, you so got I, one of those? Yeah, so I was really excited to come home and like plug it in and see how that works. Um, which I was even more excited because it said there was going to be like a two week delay in, in shipping and then they shipped it like a couple days later. So I was like, oh, sweet, we're going to have it so soon. So I can't wait to try that out. Like, there's a, there's like a holiday event going on in WoW. So there's this like crazy boss. Uh, you can kill in one Wait, of the what dungeons. What holiday is going on right now? Is it like the 4th of July? It's like the midsummer festival. So WoW has you, its own holidays now? Yeah, basically. Uh, so they have this like extra boss that's like really tough um, that we like we got we downed him in the parlance last night. Yes. And so like I was really excited to come home and I thought maybe we could do it again tonight. And yeah, uh, it's just put a damper on everything. What it, and the baser is too hard to play on the drums on hard. <laughs> Your dreams are falling apart. Oh, I'm going to get there. I realize that my life's purpose. I was put on this earth to play the debaser on the drums on hard. In a but video game. I'm so mad. At, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I really hate how in rhythm games you will reach a point where you are absolutely perfect on one difficulty tier and you cannot play the song on the next higher difficulty tier. Oh, we've talked about that totally. Like, me really? and Surrender? Totally. Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, because my problem is it's not even that I can play it perfectly, but it's like medium has half the notes of hard. So not only can you play it flawlessly, but it's really boring to play it on medium. So it's but not scalable it's, at all. Yeah, but it's you too hard to play it on hard. Yeah, and I mean, I, I my suspicion of rhythm games has always been that they manufacture that difficulty. A lot of it's, those songs, like, I understand. I'm not trying to say that Guitar Hero is like playing the guitar. However, you know, a rancid song or a punk song is not going to be hard to play no matter well, what difficulty <laughs> setting. You're going to hit three notes the whole time. You're just going to play them really fast. Well, I mean, I there's that never joke about the, the punk band, like the new punk band, pulling the chords out of the hat. And they're like, okay, we're going to pick three chords, and that's going to be our punk song. And, like, also- we, we have confirmation from an actual guitarist. Like, Jarrett would play the songs in Guitar Hero 2 on the real guitar, and they were easier. <laughs> I was always suspicious of that. I'm like, there are a lot of chord changes going on that I don't hear in the song. Yeah. Well, people say, those in the know, say that uh, Guitar Hero is severely overtracked. Like, there are just way too many notes on it. But I guess at the same time, you know, you're all... The game would be hyper-boring, because they can't actually... Unless you're, you're playing well, an yeah, electric they guitar... They can't emulate and, the... <laughs> yeah. They have to figure out a way to make it somehow difficult so that there'll be a replay value. Yeah. I can buy it. Whatever. I'll get good on Debaser. I need some practice. That's what the practice mode is there for. Started right. at 55% speed. The problem is, like, I'm pretty good at the, the entire song, but they have this thing with, like... I wish I knew the terminology, but it's like 16th notes, and it's like snare tom, and then snare and foot pedal at the same time. 
and it's so it's like whatever that's three sixteenths it's really fast and i just i can't do it consistently but i will i will do it it's also it's being summer i'm glad that it's cool so far but the drums on hard that is a workout dude it was so balls hot like two weeks ago yeah, that was pretty bad. But how, I don't know. How is it in Philly? Because, like, the past week in New York has been, like, 70 degrees. Well, yeah. It's been pleasant here, too. But, I mean, we got blasted by summer already. I feel like it's just... I don't it's know waiting. It's, it's biting yeah, its it time. Hit, <laughs> it's going to get so crazy hot in July. I just know it. I'm, I'm crossing July my fingers. 1st, Philadelphia will ignite. Well, I could feel, like, the, the first inkling of a sunburn on the back of my neck today. I was like, no, no, we don't need this. Do you put on some sunscreen? That won't happen. Yeah. What am I, girl? No, you're incredibly pale. <laughs> well, what can you do? But oh well. This is it's fast karate for the gentleman. We're fourteen minutes into this podcast. That's okay. We don't have anything to talk about. There's like five minutes of fluff on there. Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing no, this isn't getting cut out. None of it's getting cut out. This is all quality material. Wasting your time, a half hour, twice a week, fast karate for the gentleman. Who loves you? It's us. We're the best. It's true. Flowers. Dude, I, I saw this shirt on uh, Threadless, and I don't necessarily approve of the whole Threadless thing. I think kind of I don't, the ironic t-shirts don't really go over so well with me, but it was a Pac-Man themed t-shirt, and it was a mother ghost talking to a crying baby ghost. And it was implying that Pac-Man had killed the father ghost and the mother was having to explain it. Nice. And I was like, how can I buy this shirt? Things also, yeah, that's kind of funny. How do you explain to your sons that their heroic ghostly father, who all he really wanted to do in life was murder Pac-Man, was actually in turn eaten by Pac-Man? Well, maybe Pac-Man is the invader. Maybe this is, if we could apply this to contemporary stuff then maybe Pac-Man, maybe the ghosts are like Iraq, and like they're just happy mulling around in their field of pills and power pellets, and then Pac-Man comes and screws everything up. Thought he would be greeted as a liberator? Yeah. What is he liberating? He's only there for the dots, Dave. Yeah, he just he's going to bring the dots home to America. It's bull. Also the cherries and the pretzels. <laughs> and the bananas and whatever the fruit strawberries. You can get from <laughs> I think we need Hideo Kojima to make a Pac-Man game so he can show the ter- the true terrors of Pac War. <laughs> can love bloom <laughs> on, on the, the dot field on the two-dimensional maze. I really but I'm need a Pac-Man, to- and you're a ghost. <laughs> we can never Snake, fall in love. Why'd you kill Blinky? Why, Snake? I had sex with my foster mother while my sister and my father drowned in the pool outside, and now I feel guilty about it. What? This, that's, that's the story of Metal Gear Solid 2. Really? Otacon was having an affair with his stepmother while his father and his stepsister were in the pool outside drowning. And he did not realize wow. this. Wow! And it, and his father died, and it caused him such shame that he left the family. And his sister felt that he'd abandoned him, so she decided to get back at him by creating a tremendously horrible nuclear weapon that would possibly bring apart the apocalypse. Wait, this is his sister, his stepsister? 
Yeah. She's the lead technician on Metal Gear and Metal Gear Solid 2. That's retarded. Why yep. would creating Metal Gear get back at Otacon? Uh, I don't know. This is the very Japanese mentality of revenge. You know what I would have developed? A really sharp knife and I would have stabbed him. Yeah, that that also seems like it. It's less, uh, just a lot less work on your part. Well, you could you could give it legs. Like it could like you know walk up, could have like two robotic legs and kind of wobble. It would be an adorable death machine. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Oh, that's so cute! It's a walking knife," and that would stab. And it him. would leap at you and stab you in the jugular, and you'd be like, "Oh gosh!" He would. He wouldn't even had... have time to realize the irony of his demise. It had the legs. They were cute. The knife, but not as cute. On that topic, I did play through and finish um, Metal Gear Solid 3. Shockingly enough, I finally managed to get past the first two hours of the game. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I think the what movie I fi- intro? Yeah, what I finally realized about Metal Gear Solid, and this basically holds true across all the games, but it gets more true as the games go on because they get more complex. And that is, when everything is going right in Metal Gear Solid, it is the best gameplay ever. And as the second anything goes wrong, it is the worst game you have ever played. Well, I think the internal comparison is is the worst part. When you have that kind of uh, lack of equilibrium inside a game, no matter how good the other piece of it was, uh, it just accentuates how bad the portion you didn't like is. Yeah. You know, because, I, I mean, granted, there have been games that have had crappy levels. Um, but, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, because you don't even have to compare it outside the game. You're already sort of entrenched in this thing. And so you're hypersensitive to the changes in it. So when Metal Gear goes on some tirade about love on a battlefield, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so melodramatic and boring. I was so excited two minutes ago when I was sneaking around people in a box. That, uh, well, I'm, I'm just speaking specifically to the gameplay, like ignoring the story, which we've already discussed at length. Like, the gameplay feels phenomenal until it breaks, and then it's crap. Like, so you, you just f- feel, like, so helpless and stupid, and there's really nothing you can do except kill everybody or sit there for three minutes while the alert goes away. Oh, uh, so you're saying, like, when a glitch, when a guy detects you when he really shouldn't have? Yeah, stuff like that. And and there's an escort mission at the end. And it's terrible. <laughs> like, imagine, I don't know. The only thing I can think is of Is it worse than the escort is, part in Bioshock? Well, the escort, even if the little sister died, it didn't matter? Well, that's what I was going to draw the comparison to. Like, escort missions are unilaterally bad. Except maybe in the course of Ico. But it was a different sort of game. game. You mission. couldn't really mess... You couldn't really mess it up. Like there were, there's a different set of standards to apply to that game, but um, in so either you have this terrible escort mission, like in basically every game, like for example, Metal Gear Solid Three, or you have one like in Bioshock where you literally cannot lose it, which begs the question: Why even have an escort mission at all? Like, and also, if, I mean, that doesn't even make it any less terrible. It's still a horrible game mechanic. It's just like here's this ridiculous set of circumstances that are totally lame and you are not going to enjoy have a good time remember how you know it's it's the same thing i hated that escort part and it made the end of bioshock so uh annoying and when you see like the nothing cutscene, and you realize yeah. that 
all the choices you made were, I mean, interesting as totally. you were making them, but kind yeah. of useless in the grander scheme of things. It just like, you know, it felt like they were just running out of ideas. Well, everything post Andrew Ryan in that game is crap. Like, as soon as you deal with Andrew Ryan, the the next like it's like another two or three hours that the game goes on and it's bad. Like, it's just stupid. Like performing surgery on yourself to become the big daddy and the escort mission and the ridiculous last boss. That's like so so thematically inappropriate to the game. (laughs) I'm a superhero. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that was ready to ruin a game that was pretty good. (laughs) Like Bioshock wasn't the best game ever, but it was, it had a lot of things going for it. Dude, I really liked Bioshock. I'm not going to say pretty good. That was an excellent game. Uh, Excellent. There Love were it. a lot of issues I had with the game. Like the, there are always going to be issues the, with games, though. Well, not, I don't know. Not Ninja Gaiden 1. <laughs> I, was think, I was thinking today. How many Ninja Gaiden 1s are there, Dave? And I love them all. <laughs> that is not an issue I have. <laughs> and that, I mean, that holds true with me across all forms of entertainment. If there's you something I, I really like, I'm willing to buy it upwards 7, 9, 30 times. When I asked that question, I totally forgot that there were three Ninja Gaiden ones. Yeah, you were just thinking about. I the was first thinking two. like more. Yeah, well, I was. I would no. I was just thinking about Ninja Gaiden one, the game itself. Like, how, uh, more like a percentage of all games that come out, how many are really as good as Ninja Gaiden? Oh, none. I was thinking about that today. I was like, you know, if you stuck me on a desert island and I had Rock Band, Wow, and Ninja Gaiden one, I, I'd last a long time. If you were going to be generous, give me a Virtual on 2, maybe. Get, let me have my pick of a couple Street Fighters for my 2D fighting. What are you talking about? It would take you the entire span of your life to defeat Virtual on with all the different characters. That's true. So, really, you could just leave me with that. <laughs> so, you know which, um, the beta for Super Street Fighter 2 has started. Really? Yeah, you have to buy Commando 3 to get in. On the PS3? Either. I think it's either Xbox or PS3. Have they come up with... You know what? Screw Commando 3. Um, I just thought of Bionic Commando. Have they come up with a new skin of that yet? Like the the re-release of the 2D one? A new skin? Well, it's not... I mean, it's a new game, but they, they're releasing the... They're, there's Bionic Commando, the new one that's 3D... And then there's Bionic starring Commando. Starring Mike Patton. Yeah, starring Mike Patton. Um, and, uh, and the re- remake of the original game, yeah. Right. Is that out yet? When is that coming out? No, it was supposed to come out this month, but I think it got delayed in certification. So it should Ooh. be very soon, either this month or next month. All right, so what's Commando 3? Is that like... I think it's like a top-down sort of, or maybe it's a side-scrolling, like, Ikari Warriors sort of deal. It's supposed to be pretty good. Interesting. I I might try the demo, and if the demo's worth playing, I'll buy Commando 3 to play it and to get my uh, Street Fighter on. Yeah, that almost makes it worth it. It's going to be what? I mean, Commando, at most, it's 15 bucks. Ideally, it's 10. (laughs) (laughs) Better be 10. I'm not doing any more of this Penny Arcade BS. Oh, well, Penny Arcade was 20. The Pixies album was 20. That's more than the actual album. Yeah, for real. 
I mean, whatever. It's the Pixies. I'll pay for it. You're getting your money's worth. How many times have you played Debaser already? None, actually. In fact, when we started up what? last night, well, I, I always play the drums, and Graziella always plays guitar. And when we started Debaser, I was like, sure, you don't want to play the bass? And she was like, no, not really. And then, like, the bass part of Debaser starts, and she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, come on, fulfill every sexual fantasy I've had since I was, like, 14. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's something weird about, like, Kim Deal is not really an attractive lady, but you put, I mean, for that matter, nor is uh, Kim Gordon, but you put the bass in the hands of a woman, and that's, like, the ultimate sexual prowess. Yeah. It's the throbbing rhythm. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It vibrates. <laughs> I'm feeling it, man. The, I wish, God, if... The Pixies had come out last week like it was supposed to. We would have had like a whole week of interrupted play before Graziella's landlord got here. And uh, now we like can't really play it that much because we're, we're trying to keep things on the DL. Imagine so, what it'll be like when he's gone, though, Dave. Yeah, it'll just be explosive. Yeah. I'm going to need like seven more pairs of pants because <laughs> they're just going to get – I'm, I'm just going to stop wear wearing pants. Just wear them all pants. at once. And then, you know, somehow erect a tent around the lower half of your body. It's okay. I'm sitting down, so it won't be as noticeable. <laughs> I'm just thinking in terms of, you know, not staining any material on, like, the walls S- or anything. Staining the drums. Yeah. Like, you can't just That's replace gross. those drums. We need it's to hard, do it's that. It's going to be hard to wash those. We need to do that thing where it, um, people, like, you know, that mod they have where basically you tape, like, the mouse, bo- the mouse pad material to the drum pads. Well, and so it, it lasts longer. It mutes, it mutes the sound. Oh. So it's pretty quiet. But I feel like part of the reason I really like the drums is because they're so loud. Well, can't you hear them coming through the game? I mean, you'd be able to hear the song better. Well, yeah, that's true. In fact, Graziella last night was like, is the vocal track really low? And I'm like, no, I think I'm just rocking out to tame. <laughs> you just can't like, handle this. It's awesome. Oh, it's a great time. I love it. And and now I'm seeing... I was all like... I, so I beat Metal Gear Solid 3. It's all ready to get Metal Gear Solid 4. And I didn't manage my Gamefly queue as well as I should have. So now I'm getting Final Fantasy Tactics Advance 2 shipped to me. And I'm like, yay. Sweet. So I guess I have to like beat Ninja Gaiden 2 really quick and send it back. Which, eh... I'm not even that excited to play it. I'd almost rather play Ninja Gaiden 1 again. Really? Like, uh, I don't know. I just don't like it that much. I don't like the execution thing. Yeah, I, I, having discussed it on the forum more, it, it definitely brought a little more clarity to the issues I had with it. I mean, and granted, I've only played the demo, but from what I've heard from people who have played the entire game, uh, it never really changes. You, yeah, it, you don't feel like you have the same control over Ryu as you did in the first one. Well, the first game was just so tight. It was like so perfect. It was so perfect that it really didn't need two revisions. <laughs> it was better for those two revisions, but it could have stood on its own. Many games do not get that opportunity. Yeah. Did you hear it, about uh, Itagaki pulled like some Jerry Maguire shit? He was like, who's coming with me? 
Are you serious? And rumor is that like three dozen people left Tecmo. <laughs> and there's uh, s- some union leader or something. I don't know exactly how the union system works in Japan, but like some sort of labor leaders brought a suit against Tecmo. And apparently Tecmo was running some illegal scam where they were having their employees work like 100 hours a week, unpaid overtime, which I think is pretty normal for Japan. I don't know anymore. You don't like there's not the whole guaranteed company job. I think yeah. it would be harder to motivate your employees to, uh, you know, ruin their lives so you could <laughs> make crappy games. But that's that's the um, encouraged worth ethic. ethic eh, the encouraged worth. Wor- God damn it! I suddenly <laughs> de- developed a lisp. <laughs> the encouraged work ethic in Japan is just like work your fingers to the bone and then go out to the karaoke bar and come home at two or three in the morning and destroy your family in the process. <laughs> yeah, I would totally follow Itagaki out of Tecmo. He's a freaking cash cow. Yeah, he's a visionary. For some, he's, so for some he's reason, sort of he a can make creepy, insane visionary, but they often are. He can make the most terrible games you've ever played, but people still buy him. Yep. I mean, those dead or alive extreme volleyball things. I Did I ever tell you, like, I, I experienced that second hand in college because yeah, I had a, a doormate because yeah he bought it because he didn't have an xbox so he played it in my room all the time and i was like there's literally nothing in this game you play this crappy volleyball simulation which you get money from so you can buy swimsuits to make the characters look more and more naked and produce these quasi lesbian relationships <laughs> It's like, that oh man, she's putting suntan lotion world. on her back. It's like, oh good, you bought Dead or Alive Volleyball. You don't have an Xbox. Did you want me to think less of you when you made this decision? Because I can Sh- think of no other motivation. He somehow started dating a girl. <laughs> she must have been the most tolerant girlfriend in the world because he had, I think I've told this story on the forums, but I remember going to his apartment once and he had... It was some erotic image of um, Tifa from Final Fantasy VII, and she's, like, moaning, and he had printed it out on printer paper. And it was, no, it was not only that, but it was two separate sheets of printer paper that he had taped together, <laughs> and it was just hanging up on his wall, and I was like, you must have got, like I said, the most tolerant girlfriend in the world. As he opens up his closet, and there's just like racks of hentai game DVDs. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Should I say that at least he was buying them and not just downloading them off the internet? Is that better? <laughs> I don't think it is. Because that's a section no. of the economy we don't want to support. <laughs> Who am I to judge? I I'm like Joel. boobs. You're, you said that on like the last podcast. <laughs> I guess it's, it's true today as it was last week. <laughs> I don't feel bad. That stuff is all garbage. Uh, it's not. It is. <laughs> but at least, I don't know. I guess it could always be worse. <laughs> it could have a dog in it. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's happened. I don't know. But, should you know, it is, it is Japan. Should we congratulate them for not going to the deepest depths of depravity? Yeah. yeah maybe, maybe I just need to lower my expectations a little bit. 
Yeah. It's like, this could actually be a lot worse. <laughs> a mean, lot worse. Yeah. That chick could be having sex with a monkey. Because, you know, once a monkey's in the equation, it's like, what's it going to do with that tail? Based on descriptions. You don't want to know. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. That monkey yeah. has an enormous tail. <laughs> Quick, get the pentagonal monkey shackle out. <laughs> yeah, the pentagonal monkey shackle. We need it back. But this time, it's more like a, a prophylactic. <laughs> Keep that monkey away from my wife. Whatever, just stick him in the trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody bring out the monkey containment unit. You mean the trash bag? Yeah, that's the, the one. MCU. <laughs> yeah, the MCU. Yeah, the MCU. We need an MCU stat. Somebody just grabs a box glad is written across it it's like go 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 as you shake it open there was this unintentionally hilarious part of metal gear solid 3 where as is the usual metal gear solid games at one point you get captured and tortured but the difference is this one is the snake is all chained up and the guy is like describing his evil plot to him and all the while snake has a plastic bag over his head and The bag is inflating and deflating with his breath. (laughs) It was like comedy gold. How long could you... Based on the length of most Metal Gear Solid cutscenes, Snake would surely die while having a bag over his head. (laughs) At least he would suffer some serious brain damage. (laughs) But then, in the beginning of the game, he is probably like a quarter of a mile away from a nuclear strike. And he's out of the hospital the next week. Well, Indiana Jones and survived back him in a refrigerator. in the irradiated area. God, that go part of Indiana Jones, I was like, is this like a, a Looney Tunes cartoon? I was what happened that to that throwing people so the whip? Reviewed? Yeah. Somebody Indiana had to throw Jones, him the said- whip, and he needed to throw somebody the idol. Or possibly drop the stones. Yeah. <laughs> He needed yes. the antidote for the poison. He just drank. Once again, Dr. Jones, we see there's nothing you possess that I cannot take. God damn it. This landlord thing is killing me. I can't emote as much as I need. <laughs> I know Alex is listening on the other end. Alex, you got to pick up the slack for me, man. Because it's, it's like the antidote for the poison. You just drank. <laughs> I can't yell. <laughs> this is the worst fast karate ever.
<laughs> raw. You're, you're a braver man than I, Joel White. Not really. I just uh, don't know how to use <laughs> the amp correctly. Well, then you and I are in the same boat. Phantom power, it does nothing. Well, it, no. <laughs> I mean, at one time it did, and those were the best of times. But some might also say the worst of times. But maybe the best of times. 